0: to this week's episode of Ghost Emoji. Um, Today we're going to be talking about spooky scary story time featuring truckers, hitchhikers, and spooky bad road trips.
1: It's your worst nightmare.
0: Also it's me and Becca. Yep. Not part of the nightmare thing but uh, I forgot to say it's Ghost Emoji with with Becca and Taylor. Still us. That's us. I had my own spooky scary road trip this weekend did anything scary happen no just terrible bad traffic that's scary (laughs) in and of itself when a drive that should have been three and a half hours turns into five and a half it's its own kind of (laughs) horror and check stop was super duper crowded so i didn't get a kolache
1: every time i've gone it's been super crowded so i've never gotten a kolache i have no idea if they're good or not
0: i have no (laughs) idea On my way back today, I actually stopped by, but I was listening to Sawbones, and it was a very good episode, but I became very unhungry, which is kind of unlike me, but I literally pulled into the parking lot, couldn't find a spot, and was like, forget it. I'm listening to a podcast about a man with like a gastro fistula or whatever, I can't even remember. It's about a dude who, like, basically had, like, his stomach was open to the outside world from, like, a badly healed gunshot wound to the stomach. And they would do experiments by, like, dipping food in it to see how long it took to digest. Ew. He contributed a lot to, to science. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it Yuck. it didn't make me want to eat a kolache, though.
1: As Justin would say, <laughs> Yuckarino. Yep.
0: I've also started saying oofa doofa, and I'm waiting for my family and Mark to be like, please stop.
1: <laughs> oofa doofa. Oofa
0: doofa. It's just so much fun to say.
1: You know, I'll never discourage that.
0: You only discourage, uh, don't yuck my yums. Oh, oh, yeah. I know.
1: Don't like that one. Not a fan. I
0: feel like, you know, just because you hate it, like, you already. You're yucking my yums of liking yuck my yums. I will
1: yuck it <laughs> until you no longer yum it, oh no, yep, oh let's let's read these scary stories, these scary ass driving stories,
0: <laughs> okay, I'm ready <laughs> before we move on. Something just changed in your like vocal quality. What do you mean? It sounds super muffled.
1: It's because there's a ghost,
0: okay, see now you sound fine. What did you do?
1: nothing i'm still just sitting in the same exact place oh no
0: well, that's creepy <laughs> sounded like you were a robot from far away yuck
1: oh yuck mm-hmm yuck
0: well now you sound good again it's time for spooky scary stories do you do you want to go first or do you want me to to tuck you in and whisk you away to spooky town
1: um mm, tuck me in Whisk me away. I'm ready. All right,
0: I'm tucking you in. Do you want your Do you want your feet tucked in? You're f- uh, like one foot out, one foot in, kind of, kind of. Thing? Yeah, I'm
1: a I'm a one foot out, one foot in kind of person. Okay. Also, I don't like it super tight, so don't do the like the, the like tight tuck. I don't like that. I get claustrophobic. I really
0: like that though. Well, I'll do that for you. Okay, don't worry. When well, It's my turn. I'll remember. Yeah. Do you want a mm-hmm. glass of water or anything?
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: Glass of warm milk.
1: Uh, no. <laughs> As a child, yes. As an adult, no.
0: Alright, well here's your adult glass of water. Thank you. <laughs> <sighs> so I don't know if we're gonna link where these are from. They're just kind of all pulled from the internet, so their um their ver verifability it's it's up in the air if these things have, have actually happened to anyone or if it's just someone who got on the internet. And got creative, but that's what the internet's for. That's not the point of
1: this. <laughs> We're just here to spook you.
0: Yeah, Becca especially because she's tucked in and she can't get away. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but don't get too comfy because when you're done, you have to do me. Okay. <laughs> so whoever is the last one actually gets to go to sleep. The other person has Dang to it. just just stay. <laughs> okay. So, uh this one is from a a rancor article, and so uh these have been hand handpicked, so I hope that you enjoy all of them. I guess this one's being relayed by someone else who's remembering a story someone told them, so it's another level of separation. Can you believe it?- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a story on here a while back by a trucker. It was getting very late and very dark, so he pulled into a rest area off the highway in the middle of nowhere. The place was totally empty, meaning there weren't any other vehicles or people there. While he was getting some shut-eye inside his truck, he heard a faint barking sound, like a barking dog that seemed to be getting louder and louder as time went by. Eventually, the nasty barking sound was coming from right outside his driver's side door. As he got up to look in the window, he didn't see a rabid dog, but instead it was some crazy-eyed person looking directly at him. Growling and trying to get in. He started the engine and got the heck out of there. The end. That was so scary. (laughs) Well, I thought, like, that one I was actually kind of surprised. It made me think of that one story. I can't remember if it's like an urban legend or if it was actually in, like, a story, scary storybook when I was little. But the one where, like, the little girl is lying in bed and she's scared because there's, like, she's hearing weird sounds and she has, like, the Mm -hmm. dog that's sleeping by her bed. And whenever she wanted to be reassured, she put her hand down by the dog and like the dog would lick her hand and she'd be like, okay, my dog's here. I'm safe. No one's going to get me. And then the next morning she wakes up and like gets out of bed and the dog is like dead and written on the wall in blood. It says men can lick hands too or something like that.
1: Yeah, I remember that story. It's scary.
0: Uh, I hate it. <laughs> I've heard like a lot of different versions of that one, but yeah, that one kind of made me think of this one. Just the, you know, nothing super paranormal. Just someone barking like a dog. Just DMX running wild.
1: Being a creep. Arr, arr.
0: Is that what DMX sounds like? I can't do his bark. I somehow doubt
1: <laughs> it, but... <laughs>
0: arr, arr. Like yeah, that. That's, that's me. I'm yes. outside your window. Okay. It's my turn. Are you ready to get tucked yeah, in? Yeah, tuck me in. You know how I okay, like I'm it. Okay, I'm tucking you in super tight. You want any water? Uh, No, I just have my seltzer, but I'm not going to finish it. I'm just going to like... You're going to burp all night. I'm just going to take a sip like right before bed because I really want it and then I'm going to leave it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Because I'm
0: irresponsible. <laughs> good, good. All right. Also, once I'm tucked in super tight, I'm going to kind of wiggle a little bit just so I do have a little bit of breathing room. But I like to start... That's fair. Start tight and then just kind of really work my way in
1: mm, mm. you do the worm i see mm-hmm. like a gotta burrow into a that little,
0: little glow worm it's me
1: little glow worm
0: all right i've got my hands like up by by my chin i'm looking out at you with my my big bright eyes <laughs> I'm i'm ready <laughs> whisk me away okay
1: once upon a time <laughs> in the late 70s
0: <laughs> okay <almost> thought,
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> my uncle was studying medicine at the university of chicago after a morning class he decided he would hitchhike back home to lincoln park on the north side instead of paying for a taxi a man drove up in a plymouth satellite and offered my uncle a ride the man looked normal and seemed friendly lighthearted even so my uncle got in the car and they started driving towards lake shore drive however once they got there the man drove south on lake shore instead of north towards lincoln park my uncle told the man he was going the wrong way and to turn around and head north the man looked at my uncle put his hand on his knee and said no son you are coming with me and smiled darkly at him my uncle froze in panic and when they hit traffic near the south shore he quickly unlocked the passenger door and ran away without looking back a year or two later on a cold december day my uncle was having coffee in a cafe with my future aunt when he caught something on the tv that made his blood run cold He saw the man that had picked him up from school that day, the year before. He had been arrested for the suspected rape and killing of over 20 young men and boys. The man on the television was John Wayne Gacy, and he had removed the door handle off the passenger side door to prevent the men he picked up from escaping. That was from Reddit. Yep. We
0: don't know if that's true. Mm -hmm. Makes for a good story, though. Yeah, well, that and I mean- because it's supposed to be John Wayne Gacy, I mean, if you know the location of, like, where he would pick up men, and possibly, like, the state of his car, and, you know, what he drives, and the time period, you could be like, yeah, I definitely was him. Or just make up creepy. the story. Who's gonna know?
1: mm mm-hmm. It's creepy, though.
0: That one, like, it was creepy, but at the same time, it kind of made me think of those chain letters where it's, like, it's the one about, like, the atheist professor and the student who's trying to prove that God does exist. And then at the end, it's like, that student was Albert Einstein. Oh, I hate those. <laughs> what a twist. The man on the television was Albert Einstein. I mean, John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Also, I had kind of like a little flavor of like the old like hook hand story with the whole car handle. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I guess not being gone and that one, the hook's on it, but...
1: The creepy part of that story is literally knowing that you're the reason that he took the handle off of the passenger side door. Well, won't make that mistake again. It's like, oh my God, that's creepy. Uh, well,
0: I mean, <laughs> you could have been like in the middle if other people didn't yeah. think to run away. Yep. Or, you know, we're already going that direction. So didn't realize that he was going the wrong way till it was too late. True. <sighs> creepy.
1: So sad. Mm-hmm. So sad and
0: creepy. He's dead now. Tuck me the fuck in. Okay. Well, here. How about this? Um, I want to stay tucked in. So, how about we do like a, like a foot to head kind of thing, and you can just like kind of snuggle in next to me. Okay, that's fine. I'll share some of my seltzer with you. Thanks. It's delicious. What what
1: flavor is it?
0: Tonight, I'm just drinking regular old lemon. Mm, that's good. Yeah, I had my wild weekend of of drinking the the fancy. Lacroix that my my parents had now i've come home to my my kroger brand lemon seltzer it's good kroger brand's good no more pamper mousse for me the raspberry is not good though the Mm -mm. anytime they try to like they fly too close to the seltzer sun and they do like mixed berry citrus and i'm like no 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 just do like your lemon limey or your Your mandarin. Maybe a coconut. Mm -hmm. I was a big fan, but Mark was like, how could you bring this into our house? I like coconut. I did, too. I thought it was good. Luckily, there's enough room for two boxes of seltzer, so. Ow, kitty. Kitty, get out the bed. There's no room for kitties in this bed. No room. (laughs) Okay, so I've put two straws into my seltzer, but one of them's a Mm -hmm. really, really long straw because I forgot we're head to foot, so. Oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) It's a a long, crazy straw.
1: Yes, it's going to take a while for the, the liquid to get to me, but it's okay.
0: That's okay, because this story is a little bit longer. So by the end, you might have gotten a sip or two. That sounds good. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Um, this one's from that same that same like thought catalog, whatever one that we just read from. Good old Reddit. <sighs> okay. I was driving a shortcut from 29 Palms, California to Albuquerque, New Mexico. 29 Palms is located in the desolate high desert east of L.A. The shortcut was all two-lane road through total nothingness, except for passing through Amboy, California. Amboy is a nearly abandoned town nearly as far below sea level as Death Valley, with a dormant volcano and lava field on one side and a salt flat on the other. It was also, at the time, a hot spot for satanic group activity. I'm so sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't that just the way. Ain't that just the way. So I was driving by myself in the afternoon. I stopped in Amboy and snapped a picture of the city sign just to prove I was there to friends who dared me to take the route to I-40. Doing it for the snap. (laughs) Was it worth it? I got back in my car and proceeded to drive up into the mountain range between Amboy and I-40. Once I reached the top, I'm driving north through a canyon with high grass on both sides of the road. Up ahead, I see some stuff in the middle of the road. Man, this person typed "road" many times. Take a shot every time I say "road."
1: Every time, yeah.
0: Take a shot of Lacroix. Take a sip. As I approach, I slow down to see a red Pontiac Fietti, a Guy Fietti, stop sideways. No, no, it's a Pontiac Fiero. I've never heard of that. That must be an old me either.
1: This must be the eighties.
0: I I guess so. I don't know. Some kind of car. Stop sideways. Parked badly. Across both lanes, a suitcase open with clothes scattered everywhere and two bodies. Oh, Lolly. Laying face down in the road. A man and a woman. And there's so many details, I can barely keep them all straight. <laughs> I stop a hundred feet or so away and the hair on the back of my neck is standing up. Being a marine. <laughs> Throw that in there. I oh, Just just drop it. P.S. I'm also a marine. I reach out of the seat and pull out my giant gun. <laughs> I put a thousand bullets in it. Something seemed very wrong. It looked too perfect as if it was staged. I don't I don't like reading this person's like riding style. An ambush? Was I being paranoid? Maybe, so I take out my gun. <laughs> Something was just wrong. Getting out of the car seemed unthinkable. It was the horror movie move. I keep just keep being distracted because like I feel so stupid reading this because it's written so badly. Yeah, it's not written well. I should have been like I should have ghost written it and been like just just for you guys. I'm gonna redo this. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the essence I'm of it. I'm gonna fix this. Ugh. Alrighty, I'm just gonna power through it. I don't care. I don't care. Here we go. As I scanned the road, I saw a line I could drive. Past the guy in the road on his left, swerved to the right side of the woman behind the Fiero, and I'd be on the other side. I dropped in a first gear, punched it, drove the line as I planned. I passed the back of the Fiero without hitting it or either of the bodies in the road. I continued forward a couple hundred feet and slowed down so I could breathe and let my heart slow down. As I looked up into the rearview mirror, I saw the two bodies had gotten up. <gasps> Dun- I'm
1: scared. Shh,
0: just take a sip of your seltzer. Okay. <laughs> they got gone up to their knees, and 20 or so people emerged from the tall grass on either side of the road, like in World War Z, and started- <laughs> I'm just making this <laughs> up. I'm sorry, I said I was going to go all the way through. Uh, emerged from the tall grass on either side of the road by the car and bodies. At that moment, my right foot smashed the gas pedal to the floor and did not let up until I had to slow down for the I-40 East on-ramp. I will never know what would have happened to me had I gotten out of the car to check on the bodies or stopped my car closer to them. Somehow, I do not think it would have been good. Sometimes real life can be scarier than a movie. God. And then I take off my sunglasses and Bob O'Reilly starts playing in the background. Yep. Is that Bob O'Reilly? Which is the one? No. Wow. Isn't that the who? It is the who. Bob O'Reilly. <laughs> no, no, Bob O'Reilly. That was the name of one of their songs. Oh, okay. I think that's okay. the one that has teenage But I don't care. I don't know. But I took off my glasses and that one, that one thing played like I'm from NCIS Miami. Perfect. Ugh, that was tough. I really liked that story, but reading through it, I was like, oh, no. This is written so badly.
1: When I read it, I glossed over it instead of actually, like, reading his his like flavor writing and so i got the essence of it but not his his uh writing aesthetic
0: i think we would have done better if we had just had the essence yeah
1: (sighs) all right well next one is um here one
0: second i want to let one of my feet out i'm getting kind of warm okay (laughs) okay
1: i'm good all right cool all right In South Africa, we have a lot of hijackings, and for a while, the favored method to stop a car was to play dead in the road. This is very similar to the other one. It is. And it's from the same place.
0: But this one's got a a sneaky twist. A twist! A twist of lemon in my seltzer, just for this story. (laughs) Of course,
1: it doesn't take long for people to figure out that stopping to help people on the road is a bad idea, and that is where my friend of a friend joins the story. I had to struggle through that sentence. Okay. On his way home from work one night, he lived on a small holding. Uh, He sees a body in the road about one kilometer from his house. Man, we could tell they're not from America.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. We don't use kilometers here. Extremely effective metric system. Get out of here. We believe in
1: miles.
0: (laughs) And feet. And inches.
1: Yards. Anyways, he quickly realized what was up and decided, decided to just drive up onto the pavement curb for the yanks i think i don't know what that means <laughs> i like how he spelled curb yep k-e-r-b i uh, please inform me if that means something i hope it is not a racial slur
0: i think they're just they're just sounding it out being like he drove up on the curb oh oh curb for the yanks okay i see what he's that's saying that's us we the yanks all right
1: We're the Yanks. Okay, well, thank you so much. You could have translated the kilometers into miles, and that would have helped me more. But yeah, let's spell out curb wrong. Okay. So he quickly realized what was up and decided to drive up onto the pavement, or curb, and go around the body without stopping. He got home about two minutes later, ran inside, and called the police. When he saw them coming down the road, he returned to where he had seen the body to tell them where to start their search. Obviously, there was no body, but what they did find was quite surprising. Three dead hijackers hiding in the long grass on, on the curb, as it turns out. Oh, when he had driven up on the curb to avoid the dead guy, he had crushed all of the accomplices. The dead guy was never found, as far as I know. Dang, so he killed all those people oh,
0: shit. <laughs> by trying
1: to avoid the body. I know. Damn. I'm
0: guessing he might have been going, like, decently fast. Otherwise, they probably would have been like, let's not get run over. Let's roll out of the way. I mean, you'd have to be driving
1: pretty fast to hop the curb, because otherwise you- like, I mean, it's not that hard to hop a curb, but, like, if you're going straight at it, you would have to.
0: Mm-hmm. That one, I mean, I didn't like necessarily that they died, but it was, it wasn't what I was expecting when I got to the end.
1: Oof.
0: Also, I was happy because I was trying to find, like, scary ghost stories or like trucker type stories from places that weren't America. But I had a really hard time. So I didn't know I was like, they have truckers in Europe, right? Like people who at least like drive like, semis or or something similar, like that do large deliveries. I'm sure they do. But I
1: mean, America is so like, expansive that I feel like we have more of we also have like a car culture that a lot of countries don't. And um, I think that Our truckers probably drive, like, longer... Distances? uh, Halls. Yeah, distances. They have more stops and um, places to, like, bed down for the night. And probably there's more laws that allow for them to, like, rest places and stuff. But I really don't know. The the whole, like, having to sleep on the side of the road really freaks me out. And uh, I remember the whole thing that started this, like, idea was I was trying to find a scary story I read forever ago on Reddit that was by this trucker or someone who was friends with this trucker. And I don't know if it was real or not, but basically he was in some part near like a a forest or a um, like national park. And he pulled over to the side of the road and I can't remember if it was snowing or if he'd had a blowout or if he was just tired. And he pulled over on the side of this long, like empty road Either, like, the Jersey Devil or some sort of creepy, like, something or another was tapping on his window or knocking on the side of the load. I can't remember, but it really freaked me out and I couldn't find it. So if you know of any story that's like that, please forward it to me because I cannot find it. But it freaked me out very intensely.
0: She's ready to be scared again.
1: I'm ready to be scared again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not scared enough. I got over it. Need need a fresh, (laughs) fresh scare to be refreshed all right well moving on to the next one how are how are you doing do you need to adjust yourself do you need a refill Mm. do you want another cube in your water yeah i need another ice cube okay here you go just one not too many you want like a thank you is it the square kind of cube or do you like the one that are round with like the hole in the middle
1: no i like the crushed ice oh you like the little rabbit ice no, I like
0: the ice, like, from Sonic. Okay, well, I don't have any of that. Well, fine. Okay, no, I have it. This is, um, this is a made-up uh, bedtime scenario, so of course oh. I have it. Oh, yeah, that's I good. ran out to Sonic, and I got Thanks. it. Thanks. Perfect. But on the way there, I heard a scary, spooky story.
1: Oh, tell it to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, this one I am also, uh, worried it might be a little bit cringy the way it's been set up, but... I'm going to try and really, really play in the, play in this space and become this person. Acting. Acting. So I hope you're, you're ready because Taylor is leaving the building and now I am, uh, this anonymous internet user. Oh my God, whisk me away. (laughs) Here we go. I used to drive 180 between San Francisco and Cheyenne, Wyoming a lot. It's about 16 to 20 hours of driving depending on weather and traffic. One night I was driving and the car start making, starts making this odd grinding noise, like I ran over something that got stuck. It's about 2am, I pull into a rest stop that's well lit and wake up my buddy who was sleeping. I explain it to him as we get out of the car, we both hear what sounds like a kid crying. There are no other cars at the rest stop, but we frequently heard stories about child trafficking and kidnapping nearby, so we decided to check it out. We grab our flashlights and head towards the noise, which is coming from the bathrooms. As we get closer, we realize it's coming from the women's bathroom, and it's a low, dull sobbing. We're prepared for the worst. We walk in, expecting to see someone brutally beaten and or raped or something, and we see nothing. The sound is still there, and it's still clearly coming from the room, but the room is empty. We turn on the lights. Still nothing. Check each stall, the trash can. Nothing. Even start looking for where in the room it's coming from. Nothing. Is it a hidden speaker? Are we on candid camera? What the F They used they used a swear. He said what naughty. They said what the fuck? I can't believe they fucking did that. (laughs) They were really scared. They were really fucking scared. Fucking inappropriate. (laughs) Just kidding. My buddy climbs up onto one of the stalls to get to the top window in the rest stop which is vented out and open. He closes it, and the noise stops completely. Opens it, and there's no more noise. We sit there for a few seconds, staring at each other. He shrugs, then the window slams shut again without him touching it. We were out of that fucking bathroom in seconds. The swears. The cusses. The noise starts up about ten seconds later as we get to the car and we're tearing out of the parking lot within 10 more seconds. The grinding noise is still there, so this time I pull over a few miles later at a Flying J truck stop, well lit, sometimes occupied. A couple of truckers there, no other civilians like us. We check under the car, and there's a red and silver metal piece wedged between part of the car and the road, about an inch, a half inch or so off the ground. So with us in the car, it would have definitely been grinding against the ground. You can't remove it by hand. It's really wedged in there. So we kick at it to bend it and figure we'll remove when we get back. A week later, I had my mechanic take it out when he was doing a service. It was a part of a kid's tricycle, the red area on the back where someone can stand. So was the was the inference that he had like hit a kid on a tricycle and he just, or is a haunted trike or? I don't know. The part that I thought was spooky was the whole thing, like, where they're in the room where the noise is, and mm-hmm. there's, like, nothing there. Because usually these stories, I feel like it's like, I turned on the light and the sound was gone, and then I turned around and it came back on again. I don't know. I would have been more scared if it had been, at, like, a Bucky's. hmm It kind of made me think of, um, and it's a video, so I'm sure it can be tampered with or something, but it was a video from a hotel where someone, like, had called in a complaint about someone just, like, crying, wailing, or whatever, and it shows people, like, going to the room to investigate it, and I guess, like, no one is staying in the room, and it shows people, like, from, like, a camera in the hallway perspective, like, someone going and opening the door and looking in, and you can still, like, you can hear the noise, like, over the camera, but they go in, and, like, there's nothing there. Like, the guy comes out and is just like, I don't know, it's empty. But you can still hear like the wailing. Ugh. And it was kind of creepy. And of course it was one of those where like they slow it down and they're like, when the officer goes in, you see this spooky, scary shadow go out behind him. What was it? Probably a rat. Was it? or just <laughs> you know, something altered after the fact, just kinda smudge it a little. Or that. But just the idea of like walking to a room and you can still hear it, but having the room like be visibly empty is pretty like disconcerting.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: like that at all. But I would probably also be pretty freaking scared if I walked in and there was just like a crying ghost right there. That would probably be more upsetting. They'd both be upsetting. All right. This is from the ghostdiaries.com.
1: I was driving home one night as I had not seen my family for about two weeks.
0: Excuse me. You Folded didn't even ex- check and see how I was doing. <sighs>
1: but... Oh my God. Okay. How are you doing?
0: I want to fluff my pillow a little bit.
1: Okay. Do you want me to fluff it or do you want to fluff it?
0: Can you use like I know you, your your feet are down by my head, so if you want to like fluff it, I'll massage them with my feet <laughs> with your little cashew toes.
1: With my little cashew toes. I
0: <laughs> yeah. I just I need I need my head to be nice and level because my I get my that. my TMJ. You know, I don't want yeah. undue stress on my mm-hmm. on my mandible. No. It's not good for you. Okay, I'm right. I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. Here, let me let me put my retainer back in
1: all right okay (laughs) okay i was driving home one night as i had not seen my family for about two weeks filled with excitement i decided to take a shortcut through a desolated area that i didn't know too well i had heard stories through the scanner about it mostly ghostly tales and i do as a matter of fact believe in ghosts but my eagerness to surprise my wife and kids got the best of me it was about 3.40 a.m. or so in the morning, and I had been on that particular road for about an hour already, and nothing out of the ordinary had happened. Suddenly, I get to a packed an area packed with old creepy trees on the side and tons of shrubbery. As usual, my radio was on, and out of nowhere, this horrible static starts to crackle through the speakers. I started to feel chilly and uncomfortable, when, wouldn't you know it, I saw a man hanging from a tree on the side of the road. Ah! There he was. His body was even swinging from side to side. I stepped on the brake as fast and carefully as I could, but I kept looking through the rearview mirror, and he was still there. I grabbed my coat, my gun, and my flashlight, and I had my phone in my pocket and started to dial 911, but there was no signal. I made my way through the shrubs, and when I reached the tree, he was gone. I moved the flashlight around, thinking maybe he got free. I went back to my truck, looked back, and there he was again, hanging like I had seen him before. After this, let's just say I didn't take shortcuts anymore.
0: (laughs) I just really like after these upsetting experiences, they're like, well, wouldn't you know it? I don't take shortcuts anymore. LOL. (laughs) Like, okay. That's. (sighs) uh, That one was.
1: The fact that he disappeared and then reappeared is very uh, um, unnerving.
0: Well, it kind of goes the whole like hug a bunch mirror thing or it's like they're only in the mirror
1: yep hate
0: it when you try to look at them with your your two real eyes you can't see them but you can see them with that that mirror magic
1: honestly i would be more afraid if i saw the hug a bunch like <laughs> on the side of the road or in my mirror than if i saw like i don't know a person barking at my like window you would you would jump
0: that curb and just run them over Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I think you're lucky Pierre cuz this is the last one. Yes. So that means you get to go to bed for real and I have yes. to Yes. <laughs> and I have, you have to, to get stay up. Stay awake. Oh.
1: Oh yeah. All right. I I'm going to fluff my pillow and then I think I'm going to put my leg in cuz I'm getting a little cold.
0: Okay. You want me to turn the fan down?
1: No. I'm just going to put my
0: leg in. Okay. i tickle one of your toes. Just a little bit. Oh no, that's <laughs> not nice. <laughs> it was a spiteful tickle. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Tell me a story! Okay, this one comes from www.thetruckersreport.com.
1: Honestly, probably the most legit place.
0: Yes, this one was from an actual <laughs> trucker forum. So you know it's the good stuff, that's why I saved it for last. <clears throat> this turned out to be paranormal, but I didn't know it until later. It was on Highway 30 in Pennsylvania. Highway is a curvy two-lane road and not recommended for trucks, but it is quicker. Man's it's got in there. There's shortcuts. They're so excited. You gotta be careful. I came around a curve and came upon a bridge, and there was a young girl, around two or so, standing at the side of the bridge. I swerved to the left lane, and it dawned on me what would a young girl be doing standing there at this time of the morning, around 2 a.m. I pulled over to the shoulder, the best I could, and walked back to her. I asked her her name, and she told me. I asked her, "What are you doing here?" And she pointed behind her. I looked over behind us, and I could barely see an overturned car at the bottom of the ravine. I ran down there, and there was a couple in the car, both unconscious. I went back to the truck, grabbed my bar. I used it on tightening straps on the flatbed. I like that they included that. Mm -hmm. As if, why would I have one in the car? Yeah. (laughs) For trucker stuff. Trucker stuff. (laughs) Called 911 and headed back to the car. I broke the windshield out, got the guy out, and that's when the paramedics and state police showed. When the woman got out, you could tell that she was very, very pregnant. They sent them out by ambulance and the state trooper was taking a statement. He says, I'm surprised you could see the car way down there. And I told him I didn't. Their daughter was standing by the bridge, and that's why I stopped. He radioed the ambulance, and the ambulance radioed back. The couple says, "We don't have a daughter. Ah! It's a son. Oh, it's a little bouncing baby boy. Well then, <laughs> yeah, this one, I was kind of surprised that he didn't like make some kind of connection like it's like a weird baby ghost, like the you know baby astral projected out and was like, "Dude, save me." say my mom and my dad i'm not going to get born if if i if my mom dies down this ravine that is a creepy story well this one it was actually i meant to maybe it didn't copy in there but um in response to this there was two or three other ones that were like i heard a story similar to this but it would be kind of changed around and instead of being you know a young girl it would be like a ghost grandma or something like that. And so it was kind of... They were like, I'm not saying you didn't see it, but I'm saying I've heard a lot of stories like this. I don't know if the guy ever responded. Probably because he was like, dang it, they <laughs> figured it out. Damn. I should have gone with ghost grandma. Damn it. That one at least, like like, had a happy story. And it wasn't like... And then they found a girl. And she was dead, and that's why she was a ghost. I feel like I've heard stories like this before, like, on a... Some, like not ghost documentary, but, like, some kind of, like, ghost TV show, and I think the story was it was, a like, a, a lady and her son who was maybe, I want to say he was, like, eight or nine, so he was older, but it was one of those things where they were, like, traveling to meet her parents or something, and they crashed and had been missing for, like, a week, and the way they found her was someone was like, I saw some lady who looked, like, you know, kind of hurt, And naked, or something like wandering in the woods on that road. But when I went back, she was gone. And then when they went to go find that lady, they were like, Well, we didn't see this, but it looks like a car's come through here. And then they found the boy, and his mom had passed away. But they were like, She must have died like in the crash. She hasn't left this car. So the little boy survived, but it was. I feel like there's a lot of variations of this kind of story. Mm -hmm. Where it's like some kind of ghostly relative or something like that that is like, hey, over here, dummies. I'm creepy. Come get my boy.
1: Come get my kid or my mom.
0: Which, I mean, that one, like the one with the mother and son, like if that one is actually true, like it's really sad that she died. But it's also really sweet that she was like, I got to stay and do this thing. Yep. So not to make light of her possible ghostly intervention but it's just a very like kind of common trope it's nice to see a ghosty that wants to help yep instead of just scare hang out in a mirror and scare you yep <laughs> get out of here hug a bunch <laughs> this is an anti hug a bunch zone <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. that's all of our our spooky scary stories that we found Kind of in a, I wouldn't say in a rush, but, you know, we tried to curate them a little bit. Sorry about the the quality of prose that people on the internet provide. Get it together.
1: Ooh, I have one that I just found.
0: (gasps) Oh, I'm lucky, Pierre. I'm hopping back in bed and I'm kicking you out. Get get in. (laughs) All right. I'm taking all the covers. This is from Reddit as well. It's from Paranormal. Ooh.
1: My dad told me a story about a decade ago about something that had happened to him sometime in the late 70s. He had recently bought a restored Corvette Stingray from a man for a very low price. The car was in perfect shape and he was surprised to see it being sold for well under its market value. The owner had been in an accident in which his passenger had been killed after a fire broke out and trapped the passenger. (sighs) The owner claimed he wanted to get rid of it as it had too many bad memories and he refused to drive it. My dad was driving the Corvette through Fraser Valley in British Columbia late at night, I think, and fishtailed the back end while going around a bend. He collided with another vehicle, and the car immediately caught on fire. My dad rushed to get out of the car, and before he got out the door, he heard a voice of a terrified man saying, Please don't leave me, I don't want to die. <gasps> Obviously, my dad freaked out and bolted out of the car. <laughs> he watched the car slowly begin to burn and made his way to the other vehicle to make sure they were okay, which they were. He flagged down a passing vehicle and asked them to go to the nearest town and get the police and firefighters. The other driver and my dad stood on the side of the road and watched the Corvette burn while they waited for help. Once the fire started to rage, a loud shrieking came from the burning wreck that lasted several minutes. The other driver asked my dad if there was someone in the car and said, Jesus, he sounds like he's burning alive in there. My dad immediately remembered the passenger who was killed in the previous wreck and was absolutely stunned. The Corvette didn't have a radio, so he knew there was no explanation for the shrieking coming from inside the car. My dad apparently had nightmares for many years afterwards in which a faceless man was burning alive in the car and couldn't get out. It seriously bothered him that he had no explanation for what happened and often wondered if he had heard the passenger who had died previously. He ended up restoring the Corvette but refused to drive it again. He sold it at a low price shortly after I was born. My dad is the most honest man I've ever met, and to see him go pale every time he mentioned this event made me believe him even more, despite how unreal it sounded.
0: Is it bad that because it was, like, a red Corvette and it was making a weird shrieking noise, then I I just imagine, like, when you drop a lobster into the pot, and it's not actually them screaming, it's the sound of, like, air being, like, forced out of their shell because of the high temperatures so it sounds like yelling spooky can cars do that
1: (laughs) i don't know but the the shrieking that the other person was able to hear is really that's creepy but anyways that's the end that's all of the scary stories from the road from truckers from hitchhikers from just people driving distances in cars and trucks tune in next time we do another scary story reading, which won't be, you know, the next episode or anything, but I want to do one
0: on, um, what was the other one we wanted to do? Um, we've had a good, uh, like, kind of compilation of, like, deep sea diver stories.
1: Yeah. And, um,
0: nat- uh, not nat- national, like, park rangers, search and rescue yeah. type stuff. That's pr- pretty juicy. Yeah. Also, mostly unverifiable, but if you can get over that... <laughs> So can we. Mm-hmm. They're good stories. We'll just have a regular old slumber party. Tuck each other in. We'll have a nice little slumber party. And, and we'll tuck you in, and Becca in, and me in. Get to in. <laughs> I know. I'm going to go tuck in for real, because it's late. Me too. And I'm, ty- I'm tired. tired.
1: <laughs> the storm is setting the mood.
0: Yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed uh, some of that, that ambiance. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't think... We're going to be able to get rid of all of it, so... (laughs) Ah, leave it in. Who cares? It's spooky. Well, thank you for listening. We love doing our our little shows, and we always enjoy any feedback we get. So thank you for continuing to to tune in, review, subscribe, comment, whatever you feel like. We're we're on iTunes. (laughs) We're on iTunes. We're on YouTube. um, We're on Podbean. Um, all of those, it's ghost emoji. Um, if you want to tweet at us on, uh, on Twitter, it's, a ghost emoji show. And yeah, just send us anything. We always like suggestions, comments on any of the episodes. If you've got, like, a cool road trip story, or if you know a trucker or are a trucker and have seen something paranormal, like, out on the road, if you know what story Beck was talking about earlier... She's, she's desperately searching for it. She won't stop. She needs help. I spent all week looking for it. Maybe you made it up. Maybe you dreamed it.
1: A ghost astral projected it into my brain.
0: You just think (laughs) you read this on Reddit, Becca. But he didn't astral, he didn't astral project it well enough that you could remember the details specifically. No,
1: but that's not out of character for me. So, (laughs) I mean, seems in line.
0: (laughs) Anyway, I guess until next time. I'm I'm Taylor and that's Becca. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Bye-bye. Bye.